With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This is Coogan Cassis for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. We're at the IBA uh, boxing event here tonight in uh, Abu Dhabi. I'm joined by one of the greatest heavyweights of all time, Mr. Evander Holyfield. How are you, sir? I'm good. Yeah? You happy, Evander? Always happy. <laughs> um, yeah, talk to me about what you're doing here. You was here yesterday, obviously you're here today in Abu Dhabi. What, what are you doing here? Well, you know, um, with the IBA is... It's important when people want to make the sports better and and fighting for a position to keep us in the Olympics. You know, the oldest sport in boxing all about to be rejected, but but the IBA is doing the job and and you know you know you know with me it's you know I would hate to see boxing that because that's how I became. Olympian, and watching the 76 Olympics and stuff, and knew that I can get on TV, and so um, and that was uh, a big thing that pushed me forward. We know there's a lot of issues, especially surrounded around amateur boxing, uh, which you were a part of back in your day as well, but also professional boxing. The IBA outlined their intention to improve everything going on regarding governing bodies etc they're working already with the WBA or the WBA rather are supporting them so it's good to kind of listen yesterday to hear their, their wider scope of what they're intending to do. Well it, it is because you know it's just like early learning and, and it's early boxing you know I, 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 I wouldn't be who I am if I didn't start boxing at the age of eight eight years old, you know, you know, had a lot of up and down like this, but, you know, if you don't quit, you're going to be great. Okay. Um, now, obviously, every time I speak to you, Evander, I always like to get your thoughts on kind of the current situations around boxing. Uh, we saw Tyson Fury in action uh, two weeks ago, uh, pretty much today, uh, against Derek Chisora. Did you watch that fight, Evander? No, I didn't get a chance to see it. I, you know, I guess the big thing in, in boxing in America, they don't show all the fights, so you don't get a chance to keep up with it. Uh, 
And, and you know, I remember a time that when boxing was on, that's, that's the first thing you're going to see. Um, they should give you free cable, though, in the U.S., surely. Well, but not, not so much. It's just, you know, if I knew it was coming on, you know, it don't get the exposure that it used to get. You know, I remember a time when everybody knew what's going, who was fighting. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand your point, obviously, because I'm from the U.K., and both fighters are from the U.K. We kind of knew it was obviously going on, but outside of that, I suppose, yeah, exposure is everything. Well, you know, it, it, you know, with exposure, it's just, I'm talking about, you know, that's what brings the people in. I'm, you know, cause my whole thing is that, because I, I, I remember the guy 17, 18 years old was on TV. And I'm like, I thought you couldn't be on TV unless you did something wrong. You know, uh, you was great, uh, you were rich. But, you know, once I started seeing boxing was on television, at 17 years old, you could be on TV. I, I got to work hard. I, I'm going to get there. Do you know what? I remember, uh, obviously, during your, your fighting era, I remember watching Fresh Prince of Bel-Air one day, and uh, I saw you come through on one of the scenes there, and I was like, this is brilliant, because uh, you did the scene with uh, Karen Parsons, who played Hillary, and uh, you came in, you was there for like two minutes, and, yeah, you smashed that. Do you remember that scene? Yeah, I just became the heavyweight champ of the world. You know, I'm like, you know, it was amazing to become the heavyweight champ of the world. Then they asked you to be on there. You know, I'm like, it, you know, it was, it was a thrill. Uh, just coming back to obviously Tyson Fury, his next fight could be against um, Alexander Usyk. Uh, that transition, that cruiserweight to heavyweight transition, something you know a lot about. I mean, how do you look at this fight if it, if it does happen? We hopefully it does happen because it will be hopefully for undisputed as well. But how do you look at where Usyk is now and um, someone so big as Tyson Fury? Well, you know, the thing is, is that I remember being overseas and Usyk told me, I'm going to do the same thing that you did. And like that, and he almost done it. Is he, he, is he fight Tyson Fury? He would. But... When I look at the fight, it's both of the guys are good fighters, you know, but, you know, the smaller guy got faster hands. As a smaller guy, if the big guy don't make the smaller guy fight like him, he going to win. Because that's the reason why I went up, because I realized I was quicker than everybody. When you look at someone like Alexander Usyk, and we were talking earlier with uh, Kevin Johnson, who's fighting tonight, and he said... Years ago, the biggest you would have faced was like a 6-3. Now these guys like Tyson Fury and Joshua are like 6-6, six, 6-7. Six, six, uh, how much of a difference does that height make? I, it makes a lot because the fact that the matter is, the big difference is this. You know, back in my days, these guys were too big. They called them goofy. And, and the guy didn't even perform well. But now, these guys, big guys, they... they they got the rhythm and they got the balance and they got everything that a smaller guy have. So it's difficult. And you know, I'm telling you, it, it have grown difficult because these, five, these guys start at a young age. You know, it's just like early learning. Sports is pretty much the same thing. If you start at a, a younger age, man, you're going you to be so much better if you're bigger. Um, for someone like Alexander Usyk, who I suppose in the current heavyweight scene lacks a bit of size, but 
definitely doesn't lack skill. This guy is one of the most skillful boxers we're going to see in this era. But how do you see that fight playing out if he does fight Tyson Fury? Well, it's it's pretty much a high Tyson Fury fight. If he if he let the guy the guy guy got fast hand, he got good combination. It's hard to stop a big guy, and but that's the reason why I moved up to heavyweight because I would have the advantage over over the the guys that was tall and bigger because. They throw one or two punches, and, and then they don't like to get hit. So if they get hit, then all of a sudden, they, hey, they crumble. Uh, just the last one, obviously, uh, Anthony Joshua, who has suffered two losses back-to-back against Alexander Usyk. They're talking about him potentially fighting uh, um, Deontay Wilder uh, next year at some point. What do you think about where Anthony Joshua is right now in his career, and what do you think about that potential Wilder fight? Well, you know... Anthony Joshua is, is a good fighter, and but I guess if you don't throw enough punches and you don't use your size to your advantage, it's you know I'm telling he's a big guy, and you know he he got to, he got to use the jab. I'm telling everybody knew Stevenson had a great jab, and he was going he and that's pretty much what he threw half a time. He gets you sleep. Looking at the jab, then you get hit with the right hand, you're out of there. I'm talking pretty much, pretty much, Anthony Joshua pretty much could do the same thing because he's a big, large, and good fighter. He actually can box. He actually can box, but he, you know, you have to be a little bit more aggressive. And you have to, you can, you have to use your size to advantage. Meaning that sometimes he get, he get with a guy, and he won't overbear and he won't push you down, and but. They they trying to push him down. They say, you know, you 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 have to you have to play the game out right to not letting somebody out hustle you. Do you not ever feel like with these heavyweights sometimes I was talking to Roy Jones yesterday and he wants to reach out to Anthony Joshua, but he wasn't in technically in that weight category to do that. But you, for someone as esteemed as yourself that has that knowledge, do you ever feel like getting in touch with some of these fighters and saying Hang on, let me let me try and give you some advice here. Do you ever feel like that? Well, I kind of feel that when people want something, you have to ask yourself. Because, you know, I'm telling who is I to think that I can just come up to a person and say, look, man, look, man, look, man, let me help you. I'm like, you know, you, pretty much, you know, when people really want help, they ask for help. My whole thing, my mama said, you look, you know, you've been this way your whole life. If you don't ask nobody to help you, ain't nobody going to help you. And so, you know, the, the thing is, Mal, you know, if he would ask me, I would say anything. But it just, for me to go out my way and, and to make him feel that I'm better by me coming up and stepping up to you and say, look, hey, let me, let me tell you something. I, I wouldn't do that out of respect. Out of respect, you know, uh, you know, he got a lot of people around him. He, he got a lot of money. He can buy what he wants. And so, you know, do he really want it? No, that, the way you explain that is perfect because, like I said, it's all like that was your era when you were fighting, etc. This is now Furies and Joshuas and Wilders and all these guys now their era. So I understand that mentality of you saying, you know, if they want the help, I'm here. It, oh, I'd speak to them, but if not, who am I to say to them? Hang on, let me help you. Right, right, and absolutely. You know, the, the big the big thing is courtesy, respect. You like just you know, you see things in, but you know. If the guy didn't ever come to you, then he probably really don't want it. 
you know, this is how you take it, you know. And it, but I remember, I remember when, when Anthony, Anthony Joshua getting ready to fight um, Glisco. And he seen me, he asked me, he said, what should I do? I said, man, be first. If you be first, man, ain't nobody gonna get to you. And he, he won the title. But the point of the matter, he asked me. I didn't, I didn't, I ain't come run up to him and say, look, look, I got something for you. The fact of the matter is that, you know, because he said that I had to think of, you know, he, he got the long arms and he's strong. Be first. You know, because that's what my coach used to tell me. He said, look, in anything in life, be first. You know, don't don't get hit second. You you, you don't get hit first because you get knocked out. That'd be over. If you hit him first, let him worry about it if he could get knocked out. You know, so the art of the game is life. Just a very final one. Where do we get hold of these uh, edible ears from you and Mike Tyson? Because in the UK, I've tried to look for them. I can't find them. Where are they? Really, I don't know. I just, they just invited me in. And, and and it's amazing that Mike and I, because we come together, everybody's just so happy and all this and stuff like that. And, you know, and so they always ask me, I say, look, man, Mike and I always have been friends. I said, but I don't know why boxing acts make y'all feel like y'all had to be enemy. I said, I've never been this enemy. I said, you always been good to me. You know, I'm just, things happen. You know, my whole thing is that, you know, when I, when I got in fights and, and they were bigger than me, if I couldn't get them, the first thing I would do is bite somebody, get them off of me. You bite somebody, they get off. That means that, hey, you won, all right, you know, but that's it. But, you know, I didn't get offended. It's just it's a part of life. You know, often when things happen, it's just part of life. These are things that happen. I know. I was trying to explain to someone who was talking to me about this. They showed me, a, uh, um, like, an image of this edible thing that, you know, with uh, you're doing with Mike Tyson. They said, uh, I don't understand this. They said, um, Tyson bit Holyfield's ear off, and now they're selling... Edibles. I'm like, I can't get my head around that. But I suppose you, as a fighter, you you explain that well. You don't. It happened. It's done with. And now you guys are kind of doing whatever you're doing. But yeah, for people that don't really understand that kind of perception or concepts, it's I suppose a bit weird. Yeah. Well, well you know, it, it, life is about forgiving. You know what? Well, you know, by me being the youngest in my family, all my brothers can probably tell you I bit them. <laughs> I had to get them off of me. You know, they smothering me. I can't. They bigger than me. I can't get them off. I, you bite somebody. So you know, even when that happened, I would. People ask me, "How you can forget a guy?" I said, "Man, as a kid, I was the smallest one. If that's, if I couldn't get a loop, man, I'll go bite." I said, "You know," I said, "But I said I ain't bite him to hurt him, but bite him to put him to let me go." I said, "That's it." I said, "That was just a part of it." So the whole big thing is that, you know. You know, I came up, you know, in, in the church, and life is about forgiving. So, you know, you hurt somebody, you got to ask God to forgive you. Evander, appreciate your time. True gentleman. Um, enjoy the event here at the IBA here in um, Abu Dhabi. We'll look forward to some, some great bouts tonight. Jalilov, uh, who's, we're talking about big heavyweights. This guy's like 6'8", six, 6'9", six, so we look forward to that later. Uh, have you got anything else you'd like to say before we finish, sir? I'm all good. Good. I appreciate your time, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.